Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This week in Up to 90, we discuss extramarital affairs. Ooh, this is a saucy one, Emma. So, so, so scandalous. So this week we're discussing um, extramarital affairs. Have you, have you ever had an extramarital affair? Well, I'm not married. Oh, that no, is a clever. I love how she plays the semantics game. I couldn't be arsed, could you? Where would you get the time? I just it sounds like a lot of effort to me. A lot of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tell each other. I mean, obviously. Bottle of wine. Good enough for me. I know, no. that's bliss, isn't little, it? Little shopping spree. Yeah. Little chill out. I know, yeah. Just, I just I t- if I had spare time, it would be spent on my own. I've gone very introverted in my old age, yeah. Well, I mean, dealing with one man is enough. You've got three in your life. Yeah, like it's a lot. Well, four if you include Daddy Bear. Oh, Stan, fine. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were talking about Stan. You can't swing a cat for the men. I know, I know. Well, Stan got the snip anyway, so four and He's a half. He's still a man, though. Okay, look, He's you still, know I'm know. not team Stan, but I'm not going to let you emasculate him like this. I know, I'm sorry. Stan, in case you're talking about one of Emma's mind- children, <laughs> <laughs> just to remind, uh, remind uh, our listener... Stan is my dog. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in 90s mode when I'm saying because he's gotten the snip, he's not male. You see, that's what I'm doing. I'm in that. Yeah. Because you know, it's I not like we just. reverse. Like, yeah. it's fantastic. It's not that it's we just skill. wrap up and start talking into two mics. It's not. And, re- not and read stuff off Wikipedia. Stop. Somebody tried the W word to me the other day, Wikipedia. And I said, Wicca what? It's apparently this site where you can get all this information. We, we don't need to be in the library trawling through the encyclopedias, well, We Emma. wanted to keep it 90s. We wanted to keep it 90s. We wanted to be leafing through the Britannia. Yeah. And we kind of get into character for about, well. We revert back. We become misogynistic, yeah. um, insular. You get you get the Rachel wig on. I love my Rachel bangs. Don't make me take it off. No, leave it on. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. I will. Up to 90. Up to 90. Up to 90. With Emma and Julie. Oh. Before we go back to the 90s, we're just going to skip back to 2011. Do you remember that 2011? Um, like as in as a year. I'm not sure what was going on in my life in 2011. Seven years ago. Oh my God. I think I was in Australia. You're in your 20s wasting them away the yeah. best years of your life. Yeah. What happened for Arnold Schwarzenegger? 
and his wife Anna Ani. They ended their relationship after 25 years of marriage. Himself and Maria Shriver, who of yes. course is one of the Kennedys. You'd know by the head in her, wouldn't you? Serious powerhouse. Yeah. Of a woman. I really like. her. I wonder, her. did he get into politics? Did she not push him into politics, but the fact that she was his wife, was oh, that I'd a big influence big time. I mean, essentially been. he married into what was the American royal family. Like the yes. Kennedys are the American royals. Oh, big style, yeah. And I mean, 100%, like, he would have ran for president um, were it not for the accident of his birth, being born in Austria, so he can't. Oh, yes, he can't. I wonder, will they change? No, they'll never change that rule. Well, I don't, well, actually, interesting, like, I remember at What's the time. What's the deal in Ireland, actually? Do you have to be Irish? Because I'm sure there's lots of people that were born in England, go- born in America, oh, came Dev. back with Irish. <laughs> Dev wasn't born in Ireland. That's oh, right, a big myth. Yes. Because he, well, he was born on the, well, he was born on the boat between Ireland and America. Or, yeah, but I mean, I think it's kind of generally accepted he wasn't born in Ireland. Oh. But I know, because at the time uh, when but Arnie... he was very easygoing kind of guy, wasn't he? De Valera, yeah. easygoing. <laughs> comedy. Oh, comedy. Oh, sorry. I thought yeah. we had completely reverted back there to 90s limited no. thinking. Uh, it was just that vacant stare behind your eyes. No, but actually, I think interestingly, um, in Japan, when Arnie, I remember when Arnie, uh, a lot of people were saying it's such a shame he wasn't born here because he could easily, you know, he went Republican, yes, didn't he? Yeah. He was a Republican candidate. So he could easily take, yeah, the, well, I mean, Maria Shriver is Democrat.com. So, I mean, that would have been, a, it's a bit of a cats and dogs scenario in Yeah, America. yeah. But it, I think at the time in Japan. But steroids, you see, I think. Yeah, but, well, no, sorry. <laughs> in Norway, Norway at the time had a leader who was actually born in Japan. Because oh, they were going around the world saying who actually was born in another country. And it was Norway, I think, they had a Japanese leader. So, anyway, they broke up. But why they broke up was because Arnie had had a love child with the housekeeper. Hate that. In the 90s. Such a cliche, Arnie. The lady in question, their housekeeper, Mildred Patricia Patty, was her name, Bania. She's from Guatemala. So she was working with the family for like 20 years. And um, she retired in January 2011. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> a little bit suspect seeing as they broke up in May. So just as the oh, news was kind of like, yeah, do you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I'm going to hand him me notice this week. Are you? So she was working with um, the couple for years. Obviously, like a major part of the family. And she had a child with Arnie. Joseph was born on the 2nd of October 1997. Mm-hmm. Maria gave birth to Christopher a few days before on September the 27th, 1997. So Maria was in labor. <gasps> Stop it. The 27th Stop of September. It. And Patty, Mildred Patty, she was in on October the 2nd, 1997. So like about a week there. They could have been in at the same time. Oh, stop. What is he like? Isn't that crazy? Because I that mean, is just ugh, really bad timing on Arnie's part. And obviously that didn't come out until, you know, 
2011. So he was he managed to keep that. Secret. Well, it was obviously part of the thrill for him. I would say everything running so correlatively was part of the thrill for him as well. And basically, you know what I mean. The only reason, it, so she carried on working for the family. Obviously, he had a son to support now. Um, and it only really came out. And she actually, she never really told him that it was her son. Okay. I think she knew best, like, to kind of, there was no point rocking the boat because if she told him, you know, it was just going to ruin the gig she had with the family. So I don't think she really told him. But then as the son began to get older, people started to twig People that put two and two accent. together. He's been born in America and he's going around going, what's for dinner, mom? And people are like, that's mad. He's talking like, I don't know. <laughs> Something's dodged there. And he just kept watching Terminator on repeat. Um, <laughs> like something. So it took a good few years Especially for them to Especially the whole quest for a parent in Terminator. I'd say he really, um, I think my favourite. I think he started to cop as well, you see, who possibly his dad was. I mean, well, come on. So basically... Not great, but not in Ernie's defence, but let's just patch this story together. Let's make a quilt. Very 90s. 90s. We like to be balanced. Yeah. I think I know what was the catalyst for this. Because it is crazy. I mean, having an affair with your housekeeper, them having your child and staying on. It's so Irish Bishop, isn't it? (laughs) It's just so Irish Bishop. I know. It's yeah. like, who can I hook up with? Oh, I might go for the woman doing my washing. Like, it's just The so... closest woman who's not my wife and isn't Is there anyone related to looking me? around, you know, you're re-watching Kindergarten, Kindergarten Cop and you're saying yeah. that was an Oscar-winning performance. I can't believe I wasn't nominated. And you think to yourself, do you know what? I wouldn't mind, um, I, I, I wouldn't mind a bit of a bit of a dabble in somebody else's pool and then you look around the room you say who can I have this liaison liaison with liaison you liaison liaison yeah I didn't do uh, French we also speak French uh, we yeah. tick every box uh, but you look around the room and you say I think I'm actually just going to go with the woman who's in the room who's standing right beside who's me who's standing by the radiator yeah, yeah put my jocks on out on the line yeah. who can I have an affair with that would not involve me leaving the house yeah who's getting the, the fry on do you know what? I might have a little hee-hee while she's cooking the fry there. 1996, Jingle All The Way. Oh, stop. That, was right? a, that wasn't a bad little Christmas film. Yeah, but it did shit. Oh, sorry. Okay, and then the enough. next film in 1997 was Batman and Robin, which he played the villain, <laughs> the villain Mr. Freeze. And of okay. course, all we can think of, of is Mr. Freeze's. obviously so we had those two movies that were like okay not i'm not being a critic here but they did shit do you know what i mean like they did shit in the movie theaters benjamins emma well they didn't make any money okay fair enough and that kind of is gonna affect your career yeah so i think basically after those shit films he was like oh i need to have an affair with the housekeeper now so I think that's what kind of got him going. Because then obviously um, Paddy's son was born in 1997. Mm-hmm. So you can see like this is obviously brewing for a while. When uh, Patty or Bania spoke about it for the first time, her only interview about the scandal. And she said Maria, because obviously she does such a, a relationship with Maria. Sure, obviously. She said she cried with me and we held each other. <gasps> 
and I told her it wasn't Arnie's fault that it takes two. So I think Maria had been used to this because obviously there was the the thing about him. So she was really gracious. Yeah, he'd had an affair. He'd obviously had loads of affairs and he'd had an affair with Brigitte Nielsen. Do you remember that? So She, She was a bit of a babe. Yeah, but I know, but, wife. So, but you know what? Like, isn't that so? And like, he—that's so typical, you know. Okay, I'm going to preface this with a McGregor, but like, he was so punching above with Maria Shriver. Yeah, I think it was just America's a- princess, like a journalist, a career woman in her own right. Yeah, I think it was just <sighs> when he had the child, then she was like, you know what? Enough was enough. Um. It was so, a step too far. It was a step too far, yeah. Well, and it's then, like Ronnie Woods and the Mrs. Joe Woods. She said that. It was like, no, this is too much. Yeah, I think when the child, I think a lot of people were like, no, that, that's it. Yeah, now. you could have. So they could have held You could have put a tato bag on it. And yeah, she told the magazine that Maria had sensed that the child may have been Arnie's for a while before confronting her about it. He was the housekeeper, obviously, mm. of 20 years. So Joseph, the boy at the centre of the controversy, who was um, then 13 when he fi- he found out, he just said when he found out that his dad was Arnold Schwarzenegger, he just said, cool. Oh, stop. That's not what you'd say. That's that's what it says here in my vast <sighs> I mean, research. So I'm sorry. I got to you know no me, I'm not going to use one source of information. I've been that's trolling. So American teenager baseball cap yeah. dead behind the eyes. Far probably up, man. probably oh, was far up, man. Is that oh, Emma. Okay, we, <laughs> that need to, we, need to, we need to practice apologies. accents before we do them on the apologies podcast. For okay. That. Um, but you know, I mean, honestly, that I, he, he probably didn't even look up from his Nintendo. I don't know. Oh, but God. Pa- I think it's, too much screen time. Obviously, it really affected his kids and his son as well, uh, Patrick. He kind of changed his name on Twitter to Patrick Schreiner. He, know, that's what he changed his name like on Twitter. His okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maiden name or whatever. And um, the two the two children, Maria and Arnie's kids, have not uh, spoken out about it. I think moral of the story is, if you do shit movies, the answer to your problems is not to start up an affair with your housekeeper. Don't do it. Honestly. I don't think you need to. Don't do it. So, but like, I mean, we all knew this about Arnie. And um, we're going to watch Kindergarten Cop after this anyway, so... That was probably, or that was my favourite Arnie film, or maybe Twins, because I could really empathise with that storyline, being a twin. Because a twin. And I always, I never miss the opportunity to write, remind my twin brother that he was Danny DeVito in the Well, twinship. I was just going to say, I thought you with the the patch at the back, you were like, oh, I'm Danny but okay, we won't talk about that. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to look at another um, extramarital affair of the mm, 90s. Um, yeah. I actually don't know what you're going to talk about. So I'm excited. I'm going to talk about... Well, I'm going to talk about... In the wake of the royal visit, I thought this yes. would be an appropriate one. I'm going to talk about Prince Charles and Camilla. Dirty yeah, 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 and that was a real affair that our mothers could get behind. You know, oh, they yes. they lived that affair. Well, it was great because they were Protestant as well. Yes, yeah, so there I mean? was a bit. So of, there was none of that going on in Ireland, yeah, in Catholic was, Ireland. Exactly. I mean, you know, it was a bit of voyeurism. It was interesting for us, something we're totally unfamiliar with. Yes. Uh, you know, obviously here affair is very much consisted of you know bishop and housekeeper. So this yes. was something different. Well, like we didn't think the prods were at it as well. 
I know. Uh, so yeah, I think we did. I think we did enjoy that part of it. So basically, uh, it all me. starts in 1970. Charles and Camilla meet at a polo match. Uh, they meet at a polo match, and like it's you know generally accepted, they totally hit it off straight away. Uh, she was very much kind of you know very tomboy esque. Yes. Uh, you know, smoker, and for drinker. Them now a polo match is kind of like our coppers. Like everyone in their circle yeah. meets at a polo match, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So they had gold card for the coppers. Yeah. They mm. were. So, but I mean, so they met in nineteen seventy. They really hit it off. Like she was. Very, she was a real kind of laddish woman. You know, and he loved right. that. Like smoker, drinker. Had you know? Had testicles. I was going to say. <laughs> Minus the balls, we we presume they dated for a bit. She'd had like many, uh, many, many men, as my mother would say many at that suitors. stage. But yeah, many suitors at that yeah. stage, which unfortunately, of course, made her unsuitable to be a prospective queen. Oh, is queen. that why? Well, she wasn't, you know, not to get graphic about it, but she wasn't virginal. So that made her totally unsuitable to be a wife for Charles, uh, which is hashtag unfortunate. So uh, Charles was mad about her. 1971, he joined the Navy, which obviously put uh, a strain on the relationship. And like because of obviously because it was really the question of um, her virginity. That was the bulwark in the relationship. I'm sorry, but did, like, did they check it? Well, they, they, I think they did, to be honest, Emma. I think like Diana was checked. In with the guy and he like, let's yeah, have yeah. a look. Well, I think she was just very public always with her affairs. Well, not even affairs because that makes it sound like there was something untoward going on. But with her with her men, she had no reason not to be. So like, it wasn't her first time at a polo match. Like she was. This was yeah. not her first, you know, her first ride on, I was going to say rodeo, but let's go polo. Um, yeah. This was on her first ride in a polo. So then she, they parted ways and she reconnected with an old boyfriend, Andrew Parker Bowles, who like this, I mean, so incestuous the royal circle who of course was the former boyfriend of princess anne so you know we're talking you know small we're t- poo like, i mean is that not the problem with the whole royalty i know i'm so happy now like with megan and harry those kids are going to be so cute like we needed some like we just needed to mix it up in there like those kids are going to be gorgeous well now they don't marry cousins and kate so and sure kate though, like they're very cute although princess charlotte Princess Charlotte does freak me out because she is a mini Elizabeth, isn't she? She is a mini queen. Oh, you could yeah. imagine her being like, off with her heads, mummy. I, I don't know exactly. Off how, with her heads. How far George the, is gorgeous. How far down the line is she? Uh, that's for another day. But I think she'll make it happen regardless of how far down I the line. I think there would be, yeah, there'd be a few suspicious deaths. Yes. Um, a few people pushed gently downstairs. Charlotte smiling um, <coughs> with her Sylvanian families at the bottom of the set. She would defo. I don't know how he fell, mummy. Like, you know that? That She's so true. She would defo have Sylvanian families and they cost an absolute bomb. I used to write to Sylvanian families and Trying tell them freebies. I was an orphan Did and you? really poor. I'd write a letter. It was so sophisticated. Mm. Um, and they People were like, say, no. Some people might say quite evil and sad, but okay. Yeah. In this case, it is another <laughs> phrase. I, well, I mean, I was, yeah. Did I you was, have any Sylvanian families? I had one or two, but I just felt I didn't have enough. Well, you, you know, I just felt I deserved thing, more. You, you know, They're what's, really, yeah, the whole, the, it's the LOLs now. The clue is in the name, family. Yeah, LOLs are good. But I think they just got back to me and said, you can get in touch with this charity. My mother was like, why are all these letters arriving from America? And I was like, you, le- you stay out of my business. 
Yeah, don't be open to my post. I was, yeah, I was a cheeky junior infant. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically 1973, Camilla married Andrew Parker Bowles. And yeah. obviously this Just really the name, devastated, the, devastated the prince. But, like, they never really separated in the sense that she was quite happy around, it was around 78 to 79. She mm. started up uh, having a physical relationship with Charles again. And her husband was well aware of all this. The husband had no real issue with um with the affair because some would say so this is a quote from the Duchess, the untold story, some would say that a part of him actually quite enjoyed the fact that his wife was sleeping with the future king. He might have felt differently had Charles been a travelling salesman. No offence to travelling salesmen. That's a, that all sounds perfectly normal. Doesn't it? <laughs> totally normal. Anyway, nineteen eighty begins to court poor old Lady Di. He had previously been dating her sister. Like everyone overlooks that fact. Oh, did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Did about, obviously, this kind of been you know the way every few years when something happens, obviously Harry getting married. Oh, let's whack out a bit of stuff about the royals. So you know the way you'd start hearing about them again, and it's like, oh, congratulations to Harry and Meghan. Like, oh, don't forget the rest of them are all fucked up. It's completely fucked up system. Okay, you know, yeah. But yeah, I I did uh, I did know that, but. It's again, it's a bit of an irony thing. Like, just fucking cast the gaze over to the left slightly. You might <laughs> see somebody else. Like, what's the issue? Isn't anyway, it? Charles and Diana got married in 1981, what was dubbed the wedding of the century. Then they had William, then they had Harry. Um, and then by 1986, Camilla and Charles started again. Yeah, they were at it again, even though both, of course, were married with children. And Diana uh, did admit that she she was well aware of the affair. She actually did say that when they were on honeymoon, when they were on honeymoon, he felt like this would be devastating. So you're after going through with the wedding of the century, you're on your honeymoon. Yes. And she said from the get go, like even b- before she got married. There's three people in marriage. Well, yes. Thank you for ruining my big moment. <laughs> um, I had one really powerful quote and Emma just had to jump on in there. Okay, good to know. Um, but no, she but they, she was well aware on the honeymoon. This is so devastating. She found photos of them in his journal. So he was looking at these photos every day. And she was like, Charles, could you just help me take off this massive bloody Moran dress? Please, would you mind? And he's like, yeah, hang on, I'm just going to check my journal. I mean, honestly, just so, but it's, but because then what happened was, was it was 1992. So yeah, so like she was well aware, but they started up again in 86. 1992 was kind of an exciting year in the Charles and Camilla story because Diana confronted Camilla. So obviously, Everyone in the inner circle and beyond knew that this was a very open affair. But at a function, uh, Diana was there with the two kids, which I think is quite sad, uh, William and Harry. And Charles and another man were talking to Camilla at the top of the stairs. And she said to William and Harry, just wait here. Uh, she said, I want to find the quote here. And he said, sort out his fucking trump. Oh, yeah. So she said, OK, boys, I'm just going to have a quick word with Camilla and I'll I'll be down in a minute. Uh, so the two men, so in other words, Charles and the other fella did a runner. They legged it. They shot upstairs, quote, like chickens with no heads, Diana said, adding, I could feel upstairs all hell breaking loose. What is she going to do? Mm. So Diana did exactly what she planned to do, though she admitted to being terrified. That's her quote of Camilla. Mm. Diana recalled staying, quote, deathly calm. The voice inside me had said, just go for it, she said in a taped conversation. I said... I know what's going on between you and Charles and I just want you to know that. 
The princess called Camilla's reply very interesting. She said to me, now I think actually this is quite tragic on both sides. She said, what was the MC Hammer song again? Break it down. Mm, mm, Can't touch this. Yeah, good way to resolve it. So she said that Camilla said to Diana, you've got everything you ever wanted. You've got all the men in the world to fall fall in love with you. And you've got two beautiful children. What more do you want? Are you ready for this EastEnders moment? Diana said, so I said, I want my husband. Dun, dun. If it was EastEnders, Diana's hair would have just gotten gradually bigger. Her earrings would have got bigger and she would have got a job in the pub. Yeah, that's the way. In but the Queen not, Vic. But unfortunately, that's not how it worked out. Uh, so Diana said, oh, I said to Camilla, I'm sorry. Now, I'm not sure I believe Diana said this to Camilla, but mm. you know, it does paint her in a certain light. I said to Camilla, I'm sorry for you in a way. It must be hell for both of you, but I do know what's going on. Don't treat me like an idiot. I wonder, did she say I'm sorry for you both in a way? Mm, don't know, does that have the ring of truth? Would you say that to the woman who's been riding her husband for 20 years? Well, she was doing a bit of riding herself. So she was. Maybe she started she up with Hewitt after his birth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was doing... And there was the rugby player as well. The English... There was. Aperture, who could blame her? Anyway, 92, uh, and it was Tampon Gate. I just want to say this very quickly. So oh. Tampon Gate, yes. uh, uh, recording a tapes in which... Uh, tapes emerged in which includes an oh, exchange yes. in which Charles said he wanted I to be Camilla's the... tampon. Charles, oh God, I'll just live inside your trousers or something. It would be much easier. Camilla, what are you going to turn into? A pair of knickers? Both laugh. Oh, you're going to come back as a pair of knickers. Charles, oh God <coughs> forbid, a Tampax. Just my luck. You complete idiot. Oh, what a wonderful idea. One should be absolutely more so. But um, like, what are we, are we talking super dry here or what? Like? I don't know what he was talking about. Tampax as well as a brand. Not the item in question, but that's, you know, Hoover vacuum cleaner conversation. But uh, I did laugh. Somebody told me, somebody accused me at the weekend when I was being narky of being on my menstrual cycle. And as I said to this person, I said, well, actually, technically, I'm always on my menstrual cycle. Take a minute. McGregor. Okay. Fred's Um, not usually like that, Julie. Okay. We were not going to name my boyfriend. 96, they divorced. 97, poor Diana is killed in a car crash. The Royals had nothing to do with it. Just to preface, uh, nothing to do with the car crash. 1988. uh, So 1988, he actually introduced Camilla to the kids. She had divorced as well. Camilla divorced in 95. Um, uh, Diana and Charles divorced a year later so no more than like, there was a lot of questionable timing behind it mm. all I mean they'd, but Diana and Charles have been separated for years at that point like the yes. marriage was well over and Camilla was in was actually I suppose the first public appearance with Camilla occurred in 1999 yeah. and then they got married in 2005 yeah because I think even when they got married in 2005 everyone was like Phew. Whatever, over now, lads. ultimately, you know, the real, I mean, we have to lay the blame, I think, with the royal family and the institution itself, because ultimately, Charles wanted to marry Camilla from the start. He did, yeah. And she was his love. And I'm actually a bit team Charles. I like Charles. And, you know, even in his wedding speech to Harry, you know, he's like, oh, darling Harry. And he has always just doubted on him, even though... I mean, look, I'm not going to question the paternity, but I'm going to question the paternity there, you know, of yeah. Harry Hewitt. But like, he just, you know, I just feel he has been a loving father to them. 
he I just think he comes across as quite a nice man bit bit of an idiot at times yes. but I think ultimately Camilla was the love of his life and I think as you say 2005 everyone was like look it's about time this happened I'd say he'd be I'd say he'd be like thank God now to hear you say that not to be controversial look Charles you know you've got my blessing uh, 13 years into the marriage you have it I do have are to say are you using this podcast to try and get an invite to Buckingham Palace no, I'm not a monarchist. Is that what you're doing now? I look, I know it must have been horrible for Diana with the yeah. extramarital affair. And of course, the famous quote, Bashir Panamara, there was three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded, really. From the start. That's what she's, that's what we call a drop the mic. Yes, it was a bit crowded from the start. Uh, that's what we call a drop the mic moment from Diana. Yeah. I'd say she was hard work, though, as well, if I'm honest. Is that a really mean thing to say? No, it's it, I've said it. You've said it. There's no going back. You are so Team Charles. I just, you yeah. You probably stand by Arnie as well, do you? No, no, no. I'd be Team Marie in that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. And Patty, you're one. The Who's housekeeper. Patty? The housekeeper. Well, she had Penny. about six names. We don't have time to go through those six names. Let's just call her Patty. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch and, oh, by the way, I, uh, actually, I'm not even going to go there with that. I'm just going to leave it off. Okay. Well, let us know the test results anyway. I just... Okay, if you want to get in touch and ask minute. me my test results, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Up to 90 Podcast. Talk to you next week. See ya. Look. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.